You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yo, yo, what it is. It's your boy, Jay Spencer King, and I am back with my peoples. It is the Chop Up crew. What is going on, everybody? What's up? What's up, Merry Merry Christmas to y'all. How y'all doing? Good. Merry Christmas. Christmas is the best holiday, man. It just is. It's the best one? Yeah, it's the best one. I don't know. I don't know. I think... I don't know. For me, it used to be Thanksgiving, but since I've moved and I'm not, like, with my family, then I guess I could... I guess I can get with you with Christmas because you got this year, you got football all day. You got basketball all day every year. So for me as a sports fan, I could go with that. What you, what you, uh, what you going with K gun? What's your favorite holiday? Oh, not this one. <laughs> I've always been the Grinch. I, uh, I'm more into, um, 4th of July or, um, St. Patrick's day are my two jams. St. Patty's. Yeah. St. <laughs> Patty's is real. What about you? A dubs. I'm between Christmas and Halloween. Those are my two favorites. I love fall and all the decorations and everything. So those are like my two favorites. Yeah, I can get jiggy with Halloween. Halloween is the one for me because for different reasons. Halloween is the one for me. I love Halloween. Be living in the city on Halloween. It's a great time. Yeah, no. I mean, you know what? So from it doesn't matter the age, like three year olds all the way up to you know, if, if you're in the right spirit and you're 80 years old, people still celebrate Halloween and they go all in. And it seems like the last like three, four years, maybe longer than that. But it seems like people are going crazy with these costumes now. Like people are all in and it's just it's wild. So, yeah, Halloween, I could, I could get with that. Um, as a sports fan, though, I'm going to agree with Sterling and say that is that is probably Christmas. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Christmas as a sports fan. Yeah, yeah I'm a, let's, yeah, let's go. There. Yeah, go there. Yeah. Go there. I mean, look. You get to open up presents. If you got kids, you get to watch your kids enjoy that. And then once all the presents are done, you know, all that eggnog is drinking. Whoever drinks eggnog is disgusting. Then you really get to, like, it's trash. (laughs) And then you really get to get into, like, all the sports. And if your team's bop, it's a good day. It is a good day. You usually get to see the Lakers play. You know, it's just just a good day, man. Christmas is meant to to be. Yeah, Christmas is meant to be uh, enjoyed, man. What is your deal yeah. with eggnog? What's yeah, I want to know why y'all are hating on eggnog. Like, what's up? The I, texture, I the taste, I mean, everything. <laughs> You're drinking the wrong eggnog, sir. You're drinking the wrong eggnog. <laughs> like, who wants to drink eggnog? Like, it's eggs and, and sugar. Like, who? Like that's just not good. It's not, a, it's not healthy. Rum and cinnamon. You're just not making it right, man. You're yeah, not- you got to spice it up. I don't know, man. Kristen was supposed to hold me down this last time I was there and, and let me try some. She drank it all. She drank all, she, she drank all the eggnog. And I didn't even, Why do you blow her cover like that? Because like this whole time she's telling me I'm drinking the wrong stuff. And then when I get there, I don't even get a taste. It's all good. It's all good. It was we got good. next Thanksgiving. Good. You were dogging it so much. I wasn't giving you part of my gold, my liquid gold. <laughs> Man, trash. No, okay. It is let's trash. <laughs> but no, let's get into it. So, uh, so our Bills. It seems like we're back on track. At least, at least that's what we hope for. We beat the Carolina Panthers. My my guy Cam came into Buffalo and didn't quite do it. Thank you, thank you, Cam. I appreciate that. Go back down to Carolina and win. Don't do that in Buffalo. So he wasn't able to do it. Uh, the Bills won. What was it? Thirty-one to thirteen. So we, it was a good game. Fourteen. Thirty-one. Fourteen. It was a good game for us. Um, we're not going to talk too much about it because I don't really feel like there's much you can say about it. But if each of you have a t- or if anybody has a take that you want to give real quick, let's kind of go around. We'll start off with, with Sterles and then we'll hit uh, eight, uh, yeah, A-dubs and then uh, K-Gun. Man, if there's a point I had to emphasize is Gabriel Davis as a number two wide receiver uh, didn't look bad at all. You know, there were questions coming this season about his ability to separate, to uh, um, you know, his route running ability and so forth. And he came in and, man, he executed uh, what was in front of him. And, you know, two touchdowns, 
Uh, you know, he's always he, we know he's always been able to make big plays, but it's the, the small things um, that, you know, they talked about this trust thing between him and Allen. And I think, you know, he's showing up. And so the Bills needed another option, another pass catching option. And, uh, the, you know, the absence of Emmanuel Sanders. So we'll see how it manifests itself moving forward. But I definitely like to uh, give Gabe Davis a shout out. OK, no, that's fair. I um. I can't argue with it based on what we saw Sunday last week, but what I can say is I haven't been on the side of, of Davis being, you know, wide receiver too. Cause my thing is um, when he's healthy, I feel like Emmanuel Sanders can still very much be a wide receiver one on certain teams. And I don't see that for Gabriel Davis. So that's why I'm like, no, but um, seeing what we saw last week, you know, and that's a, that's a top ranked, uh, passing defense. That's not a slouch that we that we beat up on. We scored 31 points on a very good passing defense. So, you know, with that being said, it's hard to argue facts. Like, it, it happened. You cannot argue it. So, I'm not going to debate you tonight. I, I'm going to let you. It's Christmas. That's your Christmas <laughs> gift. That's your gift. I'm not going to fight you today. What you, where you at with A-dubs? Yeah, um, I was just glad to see Devin Singletary get more involved and just seeing him out there. You know, Damn. I think that was a really great game for him. I know you know, our running game hasn't really been the strongest, you know, this season. And, you know, obviously we need that going forward. And I think, you know, just utilizing him right and getting him more involved, I think is going to be huge. So I was really glad, you know, to see him out there crushing it. Yeah. And and for me, when it comes to Devin, now, a lot of people took this as an opportunity to beat up on Zach Moss. I don't want to do that because what I feel right. like this is the first game, and, and that I see Sterling laughing. It's not because I'm a Zach Moss guy. I want either one of these guys to succeed. I don't care if it's Zach. I don't care if it's Devin. I don't care if it's Matt. I, like, I don't care who it is succeeding. But what, what I saw as the biggest difference was that the team actually let one guy be the guy. So mm-hmm. Devin got 22 carries. It still wasn't great. <laughs> like, that's the right. sad part. He, uh, I think he averaged like 3.9 or 3.8 yards a carry on 22 carries and so he almost hit 100 yards with the with the reception yards as well but it just wasn't um it was the best game that he had all year but it still wasn't one of those games that you'll walk away and be like yo we got our running back for the foreseeable future i, I right, still don't feel exactly that yeah so i don't know but I, but i'm with you um, again it's christmas i'm being yeah. nice to everybody oh no yeah nice. i just felt encouraged i guess is that's how, how i'll leave it is i felt encouraged you know no yeah and you should upwards you should. Devin, Devin, he absolutely made plays. And I feel like um, the Bills did it right this week. They they set, they used the pass to set up the run as opposed to trying to use the run to set up the pass. That's what we always do when it doesn't work. So, boom. K-Gun, you got a take for us with the game? And you was there, cold, for no reason. <laughs> I was there. I was very cold. But I, I think my voice is still working. I'm coming back, and it's been, what, six days? So I'm, yeah. I'm struggling a little bit still. But um, I was actually... I'm going to go with Sterles. Obviously, Gabe Davis had a huge, you know, had, had a huge game. I really love to see him get some more work the, for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I want to give a shout out to my guy, Harrison Phillips. I think he's had some, he's been really kind of pulling back and, and coming back through as well. And, you know, especially after the injuries that we've seen with him and stuff like that, it's good to see him kind of bouncing back and getting back into his groove. And I think that this last game was one that I, I kind of kept catching myself focusing on him. Um, and, and notice a few things out of him as well. Yeah, no, I'm agree because again, the um, the defensive line in general kind of got beat up on. Like when you're not beat up on by the other team, but like the fan base and the media, um, after giving up a couple games with big runs and um, not getting to the quarterback like we kind of expected them to, it's refreshing that this this last Sunday. The, again, the coaching staff trusted these guys and they went out there and bought. And and really, not just Harrison. I'm happy for Boogie. I'm happy that um, F.A. Obata got some good plays in there. F.A. Obata made some big plays. Yeah, um, but you're right. Harrison looked good. And, and it, you know, it was concerning for me with Harrison because so a couple of years ago when he tore his ACL and then he tore his other ACL and then it just seemed like he just couldn't stay healthy. And, you know, and so to see him kind of making an impact in a real positive way, I'm good with it this year. Like, I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, I'm real happy. If I had to if I had to have a take from from over um, or from that game, I think for me, the the biggest thing that that I'm going to be happy about is the fact that Isaiah McKenzie was used in the offense. I know it might not seem like that much of a big deal. I don't know if any of you, I'm sure Sterling probably did. I don't know if you got a chance to review the film. If you watch the film from the game, you can absolutely see when McKenzie's on the field, 
even when he didn't get the ball, when he wasn't even targeted or whatever, you could see how the defense reacted to the fact that he was on the field. And that's all I've been asking for. Um, no, we didn't need him in the, in the punt and kick return. He had a good kick return. I was proud of him. for the. Yeah, he had a really good one. He was decisive. He got the ball and was gone. Thank you. Stevenson looked pretty good, too. Just saying. Um, so hopefully they're figuring that thing out. I like Stevenson back there a little bit more than McKenzie. I know he had a muff punt on the first, um, you know, the first game he was in. I chalked that up to rookie nerves and, you know, it's your first big moment. He's looked good. He's looked good. So, all right, that's enough of that because we won. We tapped that ass like my <laughs> like my mama love would say. Rest in peace to my beautiful mama love. But, you know, we tapped that ass and now we're moving on. It's on to the Patriots. So tomorrow uh, we go to Foxborough. And, and not only do we go to Foxborough, but I'm going to tell you what, the fan base is actually out there a little pissed off with us this week because the, the poll that we went over the summer where Fox puts up the sign like, hey, best fans in sports. It just went up last weekend. So now we're going to Foxborough and you got all those Patriots fans that's so mad. They can't say car, car, you know, car, car. You got all these people that can't say car out there pissed off because we got a sign up right outside of Gillette Stadium. So let, let's just first talk about talk about your interaction with Patriots fan. It doesn't even have to be this week, but just in general, how are you viewing this right now? Because I can't stand them. I cannot stand the Patriots fans. I mean, they're literally like some of the worst breed of people that uh, <laughs> ever walked the face of the earth. I mean, let's be honest in their no. damn, in their damn chowder and their <laughs> Matt chowder. Damon and Ben chowder. Affleck and all that. Nah. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing it. Boston in general, like they, get in they the are car. So spoiled. Yeah. They're so spoiled. They win every damn thing. The <laughs> hockey team, the damn basket, they get out of here, man. Like I'm so sick of the Patriots. Look, I got friends that are Patriots. Yo, my son's mom is a Patriots fan. So I'm that should sorry, tell dude. you a lot. That should <laughs> tell sorry, you dog. a lot. We ain't we all make mistakes, Charles. It's okay. Girl, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. If it weren't Christmas, well, I'd be throwing some. some I was say, Charles, I know y'all didn't know I'm about to go in. <laughs> right. I'm like, Charles, Okay, go, You about to let Kristen get you with some dress, man. <laughs> I'm chill, telling man. <laughs> I know, man. So I'm a, for the sake of my son, I'm going to leave his mom out of this. But, but. Let me tell you, though, I'm sick of the Patriots. I'm tired of them. Look, man, if the Bills don't win this game tomorrow, man, I don't know if I, I think I, I'm going to go in hiding for, like, a couple weeks. Like, it's, it's just not okay, man. I can't handle this. And the NFL, they, 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 ugh, they just get on my nerves. I hate the Patriots. Sorry, bro. It's just nasty. Ugh. No, I'm with you. Disgusting. I'm with you. How you feel, Kay Gunner? Because I feel like you probably inter interact with more Patriots fans than the rest of us. And I don't—I could be wrong when I say that. Not by but choice. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> Not but by I feel like you. <laughs> but I feel like you do, though. Like, for some reason, I feel like they're just like, you know. They end up in my DMs. They end up yeah. in my thread. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. So you know? how you feel about the fan base? Let's let's talk a little bit about. I can't stand them. I can't stand them. And now it's kind of fun to like watch half of them have now become Buccaneers fans. So the Buccaneers fan base, I call it the Tom Brady effect. They're they're all the same. When I was in Tampa, I felt like it was the exact same thing that I dealt with. But when I've been, you know, to games with against New England, it, it, they're all the same. And they, now we've just transferred from a cold climate to a warm climate. I hate Pats fans, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're so obnoxious and I'm, and I'm saying this and i'm saying this with all due disrespect my grandmother is a patriots fan so i mean with all due disrespect am i saying this miss elizabeth middleton i'm calling your name out oh i'm calling your name you out. call her government name out loud like that? government name i can't stand y'all i can't stand your tea i can't stand your cream pies i can't stand any of it like i don't i don't like the seafood I can't front. The, the crab legs is pretty, the, them things is on point. But other than that, I can't stand nothing about Boston. I can't stand the Celtics. I can't stand the Red Sox. I can't stand the Patriots. I can't stand, I don't, I don't, I just can't stand them. Nothing about Boston. Nothing about it do I enjoy. Nothing, nothing, zero. A dubs, I'm sorry for that rant. How do you feel about these Patriots fans? They're raggedy. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Sorry, I don't mean to cuss, but they're raggedy. Between how they are on Twitter, in person, my son's teacher is one, my coworker is one, and they're just raggedy. Just the way they compose themselves and talk and the accent, I'm like, no, just, just. Yeah, I can't stand them. I really can't stand them. But anyway, so now let's talk about this game a little bit. Because a couple weeks ago, them boys came into Buffalo 
the team now I'm talking about, the Patriots came into Buffalo. Now, weather was obviously a huge factor. We can't really, at least me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, any of you, but I feel like, so there's every game that we watch and every game that we play this year, like, obviously everybody goes and they analyze the game and they break it down. And this is what the bills were good at. I feel like a game like that for both teams, the Patriots and the bills, you can't really say like, Oh, the bills are not a good team because of this game or the Patriots are a great team because of this game. I think it came down to the weather and the elements just completely changed what it was for us. And so when I look at that game, I look at it like, okay, the Patriots, you know, the wind bounced the ball their way a couple more times than it bounced the ball our way that game. Um, do you all feel the same about that? Let's start with K-Gun. Like, you know, because, again, you were there, right? You were at that game. Yeah. Crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> and you know what? I that I haven't gone back and rewatched that game yet. I keep meaning to because I really want to see if you can tell on the broadcast how bad the weather really, really was. Like, I don't, I don't know if you can really tell. It was brutal. When I tell you, I was standing out in the, the tailgate parking lot beforehand, right? And I had, I mean, I'm five foot one, right? I'm not a, I'm not a huge tall person. And I'm standing there and I'm bracing, like full body bracing into this wind because I'm going to blow away like Dorothy. Like I'm, I'm out of there. And all of a sudden, one of my friends came around behind me and he goes, hold on a second, let me block the wind. I'll give you a break. And I wasn't expecting it. He stepped behind me. And as soon as he blocked that wind, I literally flew into him because I had my whole body leaning forward. And once that broke, and I mean, it was, we got into the stadium, there was garbage, like just napkins and stuff the whole game flying everywhere i mean we watch them fly out of the stadium Mm -hmm. now when we come down to the weather obviously that was a massive massive part of that game uh i think you know obviously it forced the run game which we are not strong at and we also don't have a really good run defense either so it was kind of like that was one thing that we really struggled with and i am interested to see if that's something that we're still gonna face are they gonna completely change their game up to match the weather that we're gonna see this week are they gonna still do in the run game and and going after us that way i i don't know i don't know i haven't been paying really close attention to the patriots to know really know what all their solid strengths are but i'd say i am worried again for the run game coming after us because that's how they got us once and i hope that we prepare for that a little bit more um you know in a situation where we're not forced to uh be dealing with those elements well, from my perspective, watching the broadcast, now I was in Buffalo for the game, but I didn't go because I, I used wisdom and I was not about to, I was not about to be out there and catch pneumonia or whatever you can catch. I don't know if you can like catch pneumonia or it just happens, but I wasn't about to get none of it. First of all, it was insane in Buffalo, like in the area in Buffalo I was. So in Orchard Park, I know it was ridiculous. And so on TV, it looked windy. Um, Randy Moss was out there doing some things and it was fun and, and you could hear the wind in their mics, but it, you really couldn't see it the way you're describing it. So, um, you know, I'm gonna go back and watch it again, just from that perspective. Now you're saying it was like that intense. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Cause you couldn't see that. And the only thing I'm gonna debate you on here or like not disagree, but debate you on, cause I feel like it's a perspective and I feel like it's the way, um, in a, like in a way, I feel like it's the way we were taught to watch the game or to see the game. So like when you just talked about the run game with the Patriots, I agree, like that's their strength when it comes to us. However, I don't think that we really did a bad job. And a lot of people try to beat me up about that because obviously we gave up 200 plus yards on the ground, but they ran it 43 times. And really a good portion of those yards came on one run. So again, I'm not, I'm not, you can't take it out. Like you can't take the run away because it happened. So that 60 yard or 67 yard touchdown happened. But if you take that out, they averaged 3.4 yards a carry. Um, it was nothing that was too impressive to me besides that one touchdown run. If you take that one touchdown away, the Bills obviously win. And even with that touchdown, I feel like um, I was disappointed in the office because I'm like with, with Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Josh Allen, Dawson Knox, there's no way you score 10 points. There's no way you score 10 points. So even with the run game, like if they do that again, fine, do it. I'm all for it. Um, before I before I swing this over, I'll let you kind of like respond to that or because I don't want to just be like, you wrong, because I don't think you're wrong. I just think it was a I just think it's a perspective. No, and I I, I see your point. I do. Um, I just think that, like I said, just being in there and experiencing that. A lot of people kept saying, I kept seeing on Twitter, people saying like, well, you know, the quarterback needs to be able to throw in that kind of weather regardless. Not that kind of weather. That was an anomaly that I've never experienced in the 10 years of season ticket holding that I've had. 
You know, I mean, the, the other craziest like weather game that I've been in was the, the indie snowball game where we got, you know, the two and a half feet of snow in like three hours. Yeah, that was fresh. I, was I literally I was at that Monday one. night game up there with that as far as like weird weather, but it was just a different type of weird weather. And um, yeah, I, I just, I, I really do attribute a lot of that to it. I mean, Mac Jones had what, three, he threw three times, three, and they still beat us. So that was all ground game. And I'm interested to see what will happen this, this time around. For the record, that snowball was trash. That was the last game in the winter like that. Like when I knew it was going to be elements, that was the last one that I ever, I'm, I'll never go again. Now, I, I did go for the playoff game, but that was only because, so like when we played against the Colts, it was mm-hmm. only because it was the first playoff game in however long, and Joe Miller made sure I knew that the weather was going to be damn near perfect. Because if not, guess who wasn't going to be there? <laughs> guess who wasn't? So, Mysterios, let's get at you real quick. What are, you, what are your thoughts about, about tomorrow? It'll be, it'll be really, really good to see football being played on a level field. Like, can't, can't bitch about the weather tomorrow. You know, it's, it's our best, you know, our best against their best. And uh, I felt like we were out coached last game and I don't think that's going to be the case tomorrow. Um, you know, I think, you know, McDermott and these guys, I think they're hungry, they're fired up, but also do you guys remember when they kind of just let Milano loose? Y'all remember that part where he was just in the backfield, man, I think, you know, if they come out and they try to be so run heavy where they're using these trap runs and pulling these guards and tackles and so forth, if they just let Milano loose, let these guys go and make plays, The Bills are going to shut a lot of that down. They're going to shut a lot of that down, and they're going to force Mac Jones to beat them with with his arm. I mean, we you know it's funny because you know we we saw last week where uh, the Colts you know kind of they put it on the the Patriots and and Mac Jones. You know he made some plays of late, but really he didn't look good. And 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 I feel like the Bills' defense is much better um, in terms of you know pass defense than than what the Indianapolis Colts bring to the table. So. I think you're going to see the Bills get on these boys, and, and it's, it's not even going to be – I think uh, the Bills at least win by 10 points. But I really do expect the Bills to be firing on all cylinders. Just think about it. You lost the first game at home. Now you get to spoil the Patriots' division crown or or, or what, they, what they think they're going to get tomorrow. The, the, the Bills get to be the underdog tomorrow and, and spoil the Patriots and their nasty-ass chowder and all the, the little accents they got. We can kill all that. It's, it's, it's going down tomorrow. The Bills are getting that dub. And you know, I don't, to be honest, I don't, aside from the fact that it's a huge game, like we're basically playing for the AFC championship. So aside from that, I don't see why there should even be pressure. You know what I mean? Like these dudes, the Buffalo Bills are a better football team than the New right. England Patriots. They have a good defense. Do not get me wrong. I'm not disrespecting the defense at all. They have some weapons on offense that I absolutely respect. But for me, it's the defense. Matthew Judon is is a like first of all Judon. Anybody who listens to the code of conduct or the Hump Day Hotline knows that prior to this season, when free agency was coming, I'm like, yo, I want that dude wearing a Buffalo Bills logo on his helmet this season. And when the Patriots got him, it was like one of the the most depressing football days <laughs> over the summer. It was because I just I knew what type of talent he had from watching him. Uh, out there with, with my man Lamar Jackson, like being out there with the Ravens and then seeing what they did on that defense, it was a huge loss for them, huge loss. And then you get somebody like Belichick to co- come on, man. Like you, you just so it's some coaches that, you know, you just don't want them to have certain type of talent. And Belichick, as much as I hate him and as much as everybody hates him, we have to be honest and say, like when he when he has talent, he knows what the hell to do with it. And I mean, you see it. Judon is having a year. Yeah, he's having a year. So that's my concern. Um, where are you at with A-dubs? How do you feel about the game? Do you feel like um, this is one that we should just have? Are you, are you concerned? or? Yeah, I think, you know, in general, like I was at the game like K-Gun was, you know, at the last game. And, you know, I think it really was hard to use that as like a benchmark game just because the weather was so extreme and like out of control. Um, and, you know, there's just things that's like I know, you know, had the elements not been like that, that, you know, like I said before, the past the digs, like that would have been, you know, a touchdown all day. But um, I feel, you know, especially after like watching this last game, I feel a lot more confident. You know, I feel like they finally have that fire, you know, that I told you that I felt like we they, we lost before. I feel like they have that again. Um, I do hope that, 
um, just the offense. I hope what I saw from the offense, we can just like build off of that. Like, I hope, you know, we get our run game going. I hope that Josh runs a little bit more. Cause I do feel like I will say like, it wasn't just the elements, but it was also, I felt like we were kind of outcoached as well. I think it was a combo of the two, the last game. So I'm hoping, you know, that's not really a factor this time and that, um, we just keep it going. Um, I hope we force Mac to throw more, um, I just hope we show up. That's all I can say. I hope we win. I think we're going to win. I really do. The sad thing to me is like, so when I get frustrated watching um, Good Morning Football and um, Get Up and all these other football programs on the major networks for the reason being that they absolutely one trillion percent like just go all in about Mac Jones. Like he's this amazing quarterback. And here's the thing for me. And when I say this, Please be offended, Patriots fans, whoever's watching or listening. This is this is I feel like Mac Jones is quite literally the dude that the Buffalo Bills kept on the practice squad and had as an emergency COVID quarterback last season. Like, I know he's starting now out in, in New Jersey with the Giants because they had some injuries. But tell me, please tell me. Mac, Mac Jones ain't good. I'm going to come out and just say it. I'm going to just come out and say it. And y'all know who I'm talking about when I say last year, who we had on our, nobody, like everybody was like, oh, okay, he's gone. Cool. I mean, he, he does what they asked him to do in terms of, you know, run the offense and don't make mistakes. Do I, I don't think his, I wouldn't say he's trash, but I don't, I don't expect him or see him getting much better than he already <laughs> is right now. He's a game manager type quarterback and uh, he'll occasionally make a big throw occasionally. But he is what he is. And uh, if that's, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of her cousins. You can go down the, the line of. Uh, I don't even give him that much respect. I mean, okay. I mean, we could go I'm, down I'm the line. He's Jake Fromm. Well, no, I'm saying he's Jake Fromm. If, if the Buffalo Bills wouldn't have drafted Jake Fromm when he was there and <clears throat> Bill Belichick would have got him, this is what the team would have looked like with Jake Fromm. It's the same. Like, yeah, both of them. They don't have a strong arm. They're accurate. They can, they can throw from the pocket they have certain plays that you know but they're not they're not good like like what are we what are we doing we're, we're sitting here on national tv basically i can't say it exactly how i want to say it but we're basically giving these guys all types of love that they don't deserve and sterling you know how i would say that if we weren't live right now oh, the yeah, way yeah, i yeah. would say that like y'all just y'all just on this dude like he's so awesome and he's not like you look at his numbers for the whole season. The reason why I get so frustrated with this dude, Mac Jones, is because they talk about this dude like he is the second coming of Tom Brady, or they talk about him like he has the arm of Josh. Like I actually saw somebody this week who I respect. I had him on my show and I love him. Somebody said that he has a he has the best arm in our division. What the hell are we talking about? Did Josh Allen all of a sudden just like lose both of his arms or something? I guarantee Josh can throw better with his left arm than Mac Jones can throw with his right arm. Freaking bum. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's fair. I, I think that's a, that's a fair analysis of, of Mac Jones. And like I said, I don't, I don't see his uh, ceiling getting any higher than it already is right now. Um, he's, he's Okay. He's Brian Hoyer. That's what he is. Right? He's Brian Hoyer. That's a really I mean, good. That's a really good one. Yeah. He's Brian Poor. Yeah, Brian. He's, you were yeah, just almost yeah, calling Hoyer. Because I'm looking at my Poyer. Yeah, I got my shirt hanging up over here. I got a frame that was signed, but I'm just looking at. But no, he's not. He's not. You know what? No, that's disrespect to Hoyer. Hoyer's been in the league as a long for a long time as a good backup quarterback slash coach on the field. Matt Castle. I'm not even. Nathan Peterman. Oh. No, no, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Oh, no. like, <laughs> hey, can he can he come out and throw five interceptions in the first half? That's all, yeah. all right. Right. He, he was he was trending for that that last game. <laughs> With the last game they played, he had what two in the and like the, it looked like he was about to do that. Yeah, I, I was so happy last Saturday. It was so happy. Yeah. Look, man, they they got a good running game. They and they they're they they do. 
they do it the right way in terms of like putting their quarterback in position to be successful. I mean, they don't really ask him to do too much. I mean, he, he you know, he he kills the short to intermediate and he's accurate. Those are those are probably the two prevailing things. Um, and he's a smart quarterback. So they're getting absolutely all the talent they can out of him. And that's it. He is what he is. And I think when you, what we'll see, you know, as, as time goes on, you know, defenses will will figure him out. And, and they're going to shut it down because he doesn't have the physical ability to make plays out, off script. You know, he, I mean, he's just, he's got a weak arm or average arm at best. I would say below average arm, honestly. Um, I don't know whose arm's stronger, his or Tua's. Um, they're both pretty subpar arms, but they're accurate. So um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Now, I'm not a big Mac Jones fan. By you know why, those girls? Because down there in Alabama, they have so much talent on that roster. You don't need a good quarterback who can throw it. That's why, because Mac Jones and Tua both didn't need to have that. Now, they have to be accurate. Right. But in college, so so part of the reason why I don't watch college football the way other people do, I watch it, but I'm not religious with it. The reason why is because, the, to me, the talent gap on every team is so drastic. When you look at a team like Alabama, they're just dominant every single week. Week in and week out, they're destroying teams. And then you look at another team who you feel like might have good players, but then on defense, they got a guy that really is only there because he was the best out of – the options. It wasn't like they really had great recruits or they wasn't, you know, so it just, it's just not as entertaining for me. In the NFL, you have pros, even the bad teams have great players that make plays and you can, you know, so it's just a little different for me. I can't do college for that reason. And and the fact that you got Tua and Mac Jones winning these national championships as if they won them. Nah, man, I, I could get with Tua. Tua came in, and when he came in and won that national championship, he did his thing. Like, the, the team looked completely different. The offense ran completely different. I could go with Tua. But this dude, Mac Jones, is a fraud, and I promise you, I'm not saying the Buffalo Bills are going to expose him to the point where we all going to know he's a fraud tomorrow, but I promise you, just like you said, give it some time, and the league will figure out exactly how to defend him, and it won't be anything that he can do because he's not mobile. He's not strong. He's not – it's over, man. He's not the franchise dude out there, and I don't even know why all of this, this love for Mac Jones is coming, like – K-Gun, where you at, man? I'm sorry. I just got pissed <laughs> off all over again. Where am I at on Mac Jones? Yeah, bum-ass Mac Jones. He's, he's replacing <laughs> Baker for me. He's replacing Ooh. Baker. I'm, I'm not a Mac Jones fan. I I agree that I think that he is exactly what Sterl said. I think he's already met his ceiling. I don't see him getting any better than he is right now, and I think that you know, that's where we're kind of blessed with Josh, right? Is that we don't know where Josh's ceiling is at. And I don't think that we are even close to seeing Josh's ceiling yet. I think he's got a ways to go where Mac, I think is already, he's kind of like, you know, he peaked in high school, you know, he's peaked. So I, I'm just not impressed with him. I'm not impressed. She said that man peaked him. with puberty. No, you can you can say shit. It's the other word that that Aaron said earlier. We can't say it's okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was cussing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm, I got you. I got you. On me. I'm sorry. It's Patriots Week. It comes out right. Yeah, I'm the good. hatred is just there. And you know what? Normally it's Sterling. It's okay. I know. Normally I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got so I'm, I'm keeping it raining in. Hey, uh, Kristen, she kind of you know I was about to go on a little rant. She was like, "Yo," uh, they gave me the nod. I was like, "All right, then." <laughs> calm you down. We had to, we got your back over here. <laughs> so, well, look, I'm not going because it's Christmas, and obviously, I know everybody wants to, to party up, spend some time with their families, and and uh, just just enjoy the enjoy it. So, uh, before we before I ask you your Josh Allen predictions and the score predictions and all that, let's just talk a, real quick. What's your favorite Christmas movie? And and we can start with um, with Sterles on this one. Um, I feel like before I actually a favorite one is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Absolutely. And Kristen, I've only seen it once, and I was like twelve. Okay. So I, I feel like I can't weigh in on this. Yes, it's okay. a Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> it is not a damn Christmas movie. But okay, Sterles, what's your favorite movie, your Christmas movie? Christmas Vacation. I mean, it doesn't get much mm. better than Clark, Shitters Fall, and that damn and that turkey exploding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, that movie is just great. Love it. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. Where are you at, A-Dub? Um, it's not a super popular one, but I don't know if y'all know The Preacher's Wife with uh, Whitney Houston and Denzel yeah. Washington. That's my favorite. That's not a popular movie? 
I don't know. So I, I, I say to some people, I, you know, people are like, what are your favorite Christmas foods? And I tell them, they're like, what's that? I'm like, what's that? Okay. So in my house, when I was growing up, okay. You know what? That might be a cultural thing. It might be a cultural thing because I feel mm-hmm. like um, the preacher's wife, I feel like was a very, very uh, ethnic, like it was a black movie. Right. And it's, it's so I feel like if, if uh, you didn't quite grow up in, in that type of house, like my mom played Whitney Houston to death. Like I, I don't think there's a Whitney Houston song. I don't know. I can't sing it cause I can't sing like her, but I've heard every single song, not just the radio joints. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel like that's kind of, that's kind of part of it. But it's an amazing movie. Whitney Houston was was amazing. Uh, Denzel mm-hmm. is obviously the goat. And if anybody right. disagrees, I don't care. Argue with yourself. I met him twice. He's such a good dude. I'm so jealous. I'm so mm-hmm. jealous. I'd, I'd risk it all for an autograph. Yeah. Denzel's that dude. Where are you he at, Kagan? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, I'm going so basic, man. I'm just like, I'm ba- I'm basic on this one. I'm Christmas story. Like, that's a good one. On TNT, yeah, no, I good. read it every year. My dad and I used to watch that one like three or four times straight. He'd lose his mind every time they chuck that, chop the hat off the duck, you know? <laughs> like, so. Yeah, no, and you know what? That's not a. Eat the turkey. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's a good movie. I love that movie. Yeah, no, I love that movie. My favorite one would be Friday After Next. I know it might not sound like, but it is. It's a hundred percent a Christmas movie. A hundred. It opens up with the Temptations, okay, like singing Christmas carols. Santa Claus is robbing them, okay. That's how. That's how the movie starts. They get robbed by Santa Claus. So that's my favorite one. Ice Cube, Cat Williams, just hilarious movie. If if I'm, I hope everybody who's watching and listening to this has seen it. If you haven't, damn it, go and watch Friday After Next. It's it's a classic in every sense of the word. Again, argue with yourself. I'm not going to argue about that because that movie is every. All of the Fridays are everything, but that one in particular is a Christmas movie. It is. I, I had a feeling you were going to say that. I mean, how could you not? I mean, you didn't. You didn't, but did how it. could you not? Cat Williams was everything in that movie. He's hilarious, dude. He, like He's, he's so funny. I feel like he he's he's pretty much what Kevin Hart like he's he should have been what Kevin Hart ended up being like he was that funny. And I know he's, he has some personal things you know, outside of. Yeah, he's way funnier. He's funnier. His stand ups are funnier. The um, Chronicles he, are the goat. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we can funny. talk about we can talk about Cat Williams all night. So we ain't going to do that. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get one more one more uh, Christmas. One more Christmas thing for y'all. Because we talked about this on Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving is a bigger deal. But the thing is, people still cook on Christmas, and, and Christmas dinner is still a big deal for people. What's your favorite Christmas dish or dessert? Either one. We can go either one. Christmas dish or dessert. We're going to go reverse this time. Let's go with K-Gun, back to A-Dubs, and then Sterles for the girls. I think I said the same thing for, for Thanksgiving. It's green bean casserole. Dessert? We're going to call that eggnog some dessert. So. <laughs> Kristen. Not gonna let that go. Not gonna she, let it go. You ordered with this damn with this damn eggnog. We gonna have to. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get you to understand why this stuff just isn't. Good. I'm gonna turn my We're entire gonna Twitter out. account into an eggnog stan account. That's it. Like that's all you're gonna see from me for the next few weeks. Nothing else but eggnog tweets. <laughs> you gonna change Team the handle eggnog. from yeah, like eggnog stan account. It's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. Oh, it's not. Where are you at, Adub? So my favorite dish is um, my mom makes uh, stuffed shells, and those are my absolute favorite. My family's mm. half Italian, so she does that with like filet mignon and all kinds of other oh. delicious sides. Oh yeah, she she goes all out for Christmas. And then um, we have these cookies, these little almond paste cookies, like little Italian cookies that are my favorite. She has like a tray of like two hundred of them, and they're so good. I'm trying to think of who it was on Twitter that. Um post it like their Italian cookies that they do. Oh, it was Carly. She posted the uh, Cujadatis her mom made. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're so I good. Like I'm gain, I love yeah, I'm going to gain some more weight. They're, like, so, they're kind of like a fig cookie. They're really good. They're tricky to make, but they're, they're really good. Oh, they look so good. And then and then um, John Fina posted some, too, I believe. he po- Was it John Fina? He posted some cookies and some pastries and stuff that, that his family makes for Christmas. Y'all, y'all killing me with the sweets. Y'all killing me. So good. Sterles, what you at, man? What you got? All right, so you know I'm going to have a, an opinion on this whole thing, but I'm going to go with prime rib. You got it, the prime mm-hmm. rib on Christmas with the mashed potatoes and the homemade gravy. Mm-hmm. Dessert-wise, uh, I mean, it's 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 cake. It don't matter what. It's cake. 
damn cake, chocolate cake. Okay. It, I mean, that's that's you know, that's how we get down now. The whole green bean casserole thing that Kristen's talking about, you know, I, I, I don't, I, oh, she's, I mean, you know, you're my girl, right? Like, you know, I, I mean, baby. <laughs> I'll eat the whole thing. I'll just take the whole thing. Why? Let her enjoy that casserole. It's Christmas. Hmm. I, she can enjoy it. I just, I'm just having a hard time understanding. And let me, and let me tell you something. Well. It's Christmas, and you better not get your little fanboys and girls and say, "Oh my God, Sterles hates green bean casserole, and he's the worst." Ah. <laughs> I want to hear it. Don't you tag me in that mess? It's Christmas. <laughs> We're being nice to each other. We're not tagging and, and winning with polls because you, you, you got dragged last night. side was their favorite Honey, Christmas dish. It's it's called stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what though? Ninety-six percent of people agreed with me, Sterl. Oh it, it ain't in the turkey, we put it in the in the oven. It's like, man, shut your ass <laughs> up, man. You gotta go eat some damn cornflakes oh well i was i was hot i was mad that's why i stopped commenting on it man and chris it keeps look sterles look sterles look sterles i'm like yo you better be glad you're my girl right now because i swear to god boy, oh god i was about to go off we all like, team justin all by ourselves that's for damn sure god at least can y'all put well, you like know an extra can or two of uh cream of mushroom soup in the casserole so it ain't dry what you just you put one can in there? You don't want That's to be soggy. You don't and, want the, to... and the one box the stove top. Oh God! Yeah, put a little bit of cheese on oh. top with those crispy onions. Mm. <laughs> Wait, mm. <laughs> you put. <laughs> <laughs> Crispy onions. Mm. Not, not, not a lot. Just like, mm. a little bit of Parmesan, you know? Crispy. Parmesan cheese? Oh, Parmesan no. cheese? Okay. See, this is why I question her, y'all. Y'all hear <laughs> Edit this so this don't go out to the public. Edit this, y'all. Uh, I just yeah. had to mute okay. myself. I was okay. laughing so hard. You're going to come in here, and I'm making you a green bean casserole and a glass of eggnog, and you're going to no, you, no, you okay. Well, I tell you what. This is what we're oh, gonna do. I'm crying. We go. We're gonna play this, but I feel like I feel like the best time to do it is probably like we got together this year for the the homecoming party. So I feel like next year for the homecoming party, we got to have a chop up like a friendsgiving, even though it's earlier than Thanksgiving, way earlier. We got to have like a chop up friendsgiving. We're gonna get together. Yes. Kristen gonna make her casserole. <laughs> we go. I'm gonna make some dressing. I'm not layering cheese on it. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm gonna have my mom's make the dressing, so so y'all can understand like what is a different. No, no, no. I'm gonna have my mom's make dressing. Yes. It's okay. I I I respect stuffing. I'm not a stuffing hater, but my mom's makes dressing. I grew up on dressing. So I'm gonna have my mom's make some dressing. We gonna, but we'll figure out all the logistics yeah. of it out. We oh, gonna yeah. figure it all out. Have her make so, the casserole yeah. too. Have her make that too. So <laughs> Chris, come on. <laughs> well, look, let's 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 get on out of here. Let's 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 get let's get a, a prediction on the score. Let's uh, start with Sterles. Uh, Thirty to twenty, Bills. 30-20 Bills. Uh, well, with that 30-20, give me a Josh that line. Uh, I think he three touchdowns, 270 yards. 270. Okay. All right. Where we at, K-Gun? What you got from my man Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills over the Patriots? Because we going to win this I'm damn gonna game. I'm going to tighten that up a little bit from Sterles. I'm going 21-17 Bills. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Josh Allen, I was going to say 280, so we are still in line on that. And I was going to say one of his touchdowns is rushing – but at least we agreed on something tonight, right? We're still tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it is what it is. It's, it's the fam. It's the chop up fam. That's how we do. A Dubs, where we at with it? What's give me a, a score prediction and a Josh Allen stat line? Mine was a little bit higher. I said uh, 30, 35, 28 Bills. I think Josh will throw, I'll say 300. And I think he's going to run one of them in. 
I'm with you. I think the Buffalo Bills are. Um, I think the Buffalo Bills understand that that this is their season. Uh, the way the way the playoff picture is is so tight. Like literally, um, if you win the game, you're in good space. If you lose the game, you can be out the playoffs completely. Like it's it's such a weird year when you're talking about the AFC as a conference. Like it's just a stronger conference than we've seen in, in recent years. So I think I think Josh Allen specifically is at this point where he's like, you know what, damn this, I'm not about to let any team beat me. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I think we saw that starting in the second half against the Bucks. I feel like Josh Allen woke up and was like, okay. If I have to do this by myself, damn it, I'm gonna do this by myself. And then, obviously, last week against the the uh, the Panthers, Josh kind of fixed that. But I feel like it's still going for it, where he has that mentality. Like, look, I'm not about to let nobody beat this team. I want to go back to the playoffs. I want to get to the championship game, get mm-hmm. past that, and then kick somebody's ass in the Super Bowl. So I'm going Buffalo Bills, 38 to 20. That's where I'm going. And I'm going Josh Allen's going to have 320 on the, in, through the air. He's going to have 60 on the ground, one touchdown on the ground, and, and three, in the, three in the air. That's where I'm going. I hope it yeah. happens. Go Josh Allen, yeah. It's going to happen because I'm going to tell you what. The defense hasn't slacked all year. We've had a game. We had a game where I could say we, were, we didn't play like our defense should play. But the defense hasn't slacked all year. So I'm not about to I'm not about to subscribe to these thoughts where it's like, oh, well, there's such a bad defense. I don't care how many they can give up 400 yards on the ground. But if you're only giving up 14 points, ain't no way I'm going to be mad at my defense. So if they run it, come on and run it. I guarantee you all not going to get in the end zone and go willy nilly on these boys. I promise you it's not happening. I promise you it's not happening. Anyway, it's your boy, Jay Spencer King. Y'all know how I do it over here. K-Gun, let everybody know where they can find you uh, on your socials. If you got any fun things coming up with the babes or anything like that. Uh, we actually just released a new beer with uh, Resurgence again. This one is for Dion Dawkins. So get over to Resurgence, grab a four-pack of Snowman. It is a mix of a dark lager in two of the cans of the four, and the other two cans are a dark cherry lager, a chocolate cherry lager. Um, buck off of every four-pack sold in the brewery, and a dollar from every pint in the brewery goes directly to Dion's Dreamers. So um, go check that out. You can find the Bills Mafia Babes at, at Bills Mafia Babes on all of the socials, and you can find me at, at Kimmick86. And you already know y'all need to go and try that for my man Dion. Can I, but real quick, before I swing this to A-Dub so she can do her thing, can I just real quick say, like, I need y'all to put some respect on my man Dion's name. Mm-hmm. Like, can I just say that real quick? So I know we all love Spencer. I know we all love Spencer. I love him at right tackle. What we saw from Spencer at the left tackle position this past week against the the Carolina Panthers, I don't want to say it was embarrassing because it's not. He's a rookie. It it was a tall task of him to go in there and fill in for Deion Dawkins without really having snaps over there. But but can we just be realistic about it? Deion Deion is not playing bad at all. You can go and look at the numbers. You can go even even PFF, who hates us, who hates the Bills, has Deion ranked as a pretty high pass blocking uh, left tackle. The run, I get it. The whole entire line isn't doing well. Put some respect on my man Dion's name. Shout out to Dion. Shout out to his whole team. My homegirl over there, she's doing her thing too with Dion. Shout out to everybody. I don't want to say her name because I don't know if she really want to be out in public like that. I don't know. But shout out to the whole team over there. I love the, the snow team. I don't know if that's what they call it or not, but I'm going to call them the snow team tonight. Hey, Dub, Big Dub, let everybody know where they can find you, what you got coming up. Do you have anything with the other pod that you do, the donut pod? Uh, yeah, we just had an episode come out last week, you know, kind of talking about the Bills and the Steelers, kind of where they are, are in the season and kind of what we need to see going forward. So that episode is out. Um, and I think we're going to be getting together after the holiday for another episode. But if y'all want to find me, I'm at BillsBabe716 on Twitter. And then you can also find uh, the donut bag also on Twitter and Instagram. Word. He shares some really weird memes. He does. Joey's the meme dealer. I don't know. That's his side hustle. I don't get involved in that, but you know, it is what it is. I don't get involved in that. It is. <laughs> you, you're talking like it's drugs. Like you sell like, well, I don't want to. Like <laughs> Sterles, cover That's one. Dog. That's what I'm going to say. That's my dog. No, I feel you. I, I, I just let it go. I, I, was, I was letting that one <laughs> abort. <laughs> abort. <laughs> yeah, like just let it go. Sterles, cover one. The yeah, man. What y'all boys got going on, man? Oh yeah, no, we got another episode dropping on Tuesday. Uh, you know, you can find me at uh, at Furrow Sterling. Uh, the you know I'm on Cover One Network and uh, getting gearing up for the draft season, man. It's about that time. Yeah, yeah, it's that time, man. And and uh, you know what? I can't wait for that because I, personally, for me, I feel like that's when you do some of your best work. 
I do. I feel like um, you do a lot of good your 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 film breakdown, your analysis on, uh, you know, what happened during the game is always good. And, and I love your show. I really do. I listen to your show every week. I don't tell you I don't come back and be like, well, Sterling, this point was I don't. But I listen to you every week. You guys are really, really good. And, and you guys have gotten so much better than when we all started. You know, like we all have grown so much. I just want to say I appreciate y'all dudes, man. Y'all, y'all do a really, really good job over there with Cover One. And, yo, but this, but the, the, the draft time, this is when you shine. Like, yeah, this that's is, my thing. This is when you <laughs> shine. So I can't, I can't wait for it, man. I can't wait. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know how I do it. I was about to do it earlier, and then I forgot about my squad. So I had to bring them in first. Y'all know how I do it. It's your boy, Jay Spencer King. Follow me on Twitter, at Jay Spencer King. Uh, the Code of Conduct. Tuesday. I don't know who my guest is going to be, but I'm going to have a guest. I, I think I think I know it's going to be. It's going to be a special guest. Uh, shout out to to everybody with the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. And like I said, you know how to do it. Take care of each other. Love each other. And live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. This is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.